just yeah, for, for just for going there and doing no. that <laughs> in search of the brown clit. <laughs> the brown um, clit. Well, good luck with that. I think you need to talk to your partner a little bit bit further. That's that's coming from the the unnamed host of uh, the other guy. Of, of, yeah, the other <laughs> guy, the other that guy. other dude whose voice you you sometimes hear on the show. Um, we got to come up with a name for that dude. Second guy here, second caller is uh, the, the Canadian Englishman who had a vasectomy. Hey, Dee. Uh, I'm calling in with my tale of being vasectomized to hopefully allay your fears. I got a vasectomy here in Canada. Yeah, I've got an English accent, but I am Canadian. Uh, and it was weirdly you okay. You don't have an English accent. I was in my mid-40s. I think Dizzy doesn't have an English accent. If he said, if you played this to me and said, where's this guy from? I don't know when's the last, when he moved over or how long he's been over there for, but I'd be like, that's a South African guy. You think everybody's accent South African. Do you think the uh, Dr. Kaplan is South African? Dr. Kaplan is South African. Oh, he's Australian. Is he? Sounded South African. (laughs) (laughs) This guy sounds South African. (laughs) Diplomatic community. (laughs) He's got... Diplomatic immunity. decided not to have kids because fucking hell, we live in a world where the most selfish thing you can choose to do is create copies of yourself to the detriment yes, of all other life on the planet. And that's somehow lauded as being normal and right. Well, I couldn't agree more yes, with this guy. That's, that's my he sentiment He sounds more exactly. English now he's getting... Yeah, now he's getting on a soapbox. He sounds way more English. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's my sentiments. That's what I've always said. There's nothing more selfish than being like, I need to bring in a copy of myself into this world to use up your resources. The thing I always think is the most selfish thing you could say is people are like, but who who will look after you when you get older? That's fucking selfish. So you're telling me that you're just going to have a child to burden yourself on that other person because when you're old you want somebody who's young to look after you that's fucking selfish get always, an abortion i always say when it gets to that point i'll have like a bottle of jameson and a handful of pills that will look after me you yeah know? same <laughs> yeah that's the thing i don't need to create someone to look after me so and why would you ever why would your point of being like, yes, I, you know, some people do have kids for all the best reasons, but why would your thing be to burden them? Because you should be looking to improve their lives. You shouldn't be looking to burden their lives ever. Like you're supposed to do a better job than what your parents did with you. But no, apparently the pro- people the problem most is, people who have kids don't fucking even think about it. So. Well, the problem is the people who, who understand this and realize this are the ones that don't breed, but the people who don't even bother to even think about this are the ones that do breed yeah yeah but anyway um yeah i had weirdly attractive nurses and the doctor kept cracking jokes uh but they made a single incision yeah i smelled it but uh there was absolutely no pain uh and when i was done i got to sit on a lawn chair in the living room for a week with frozen peas between my legs (laughs) And I played Red Dead Redemption 2. So overall, I would say 10 out of 10 would do business with again. Bye. <laughs> this guy's like, I'd go get another vasectomy. It was that much fun. What a, what a great call. He is very a, a British man in Canada. I like how he's abusing the Canadian healthcare. So good for him. Um, well, he must have married someone Canadian or something. 
I don't know. You can he have gets, relatives over and just it. fuck off. I mean, it's kind of just practically like Britain's retarded stepchild. So it is always weird when you have to go have something done with your junk and the nurses are attractive. It's just it's, have you, it's awkward. Has that ever happened where you've become half cocked because there's an attractive nurse? Yeah, I well, um, I write about a story in my book when I got gonorrhea the first time. And I had to go to uh, SF City Clinic, which is a place I hope no one ever has to go to. But they had a, a really attractive, I think she was a resident, because I, I think she was still in college, but this Asian doctor. And I wasn't expecting that. And when I went in, and uh, she was just like, all right, let me see your penis. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is kind of... And I was like half, I was, I was definitely at a semi. And I was just trying to be like, oh, think, shit. think of different things. But yeah, but at the same time, I also had pus coming out of my cock. So it was just, and that's it was exactly just a, what she wants to yeah, do. Yeah, it was just this really awkward situation. But there was another time that was equally as awkward. Uh, well, maybe not equally as awkward, but pretty close. But pretty close. Um, at Kaiser, which is where I, where I go, I go to now. So Kaiser's an HMO. Um, I don't know if they have it on the East Coast, but it's definitely something they have in California. I currently have Kaiser insurance. What sucks about Kaiser is if you have to go get something done, like if you got to get a mole removed. You have to go to your regular doctor, and that doctor has to refer you to the dermatologist. You can't right. just call the dermatologist at Kaiser. You have to you have to be referred. So it takes months. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the NHS. But anyway, I book an appointment. Had to get a mole removed or get a mole on my ass looked at that I thought was looking weird, and mainly because I wanted to get my ass tattooed, so I wanted to get it removed. Um, so I made an appointment, waited like three months, finally went in, and this doctor. I swear I've talked about this on the show, but this doctor was this like 90-year-old Indian lady. I mean, she was so old. And uh, she was training these interns or residents that just graduated medical school. There was like super hot Armenian girl and two really hot Asian girls. And they were like, you know, in, in the room with us. She's like, do you mind if, uh, if they stay here? I was like, no, no problem. She's like, okay, pull your pants down. And she like pulls my pants down. So I'm like bent over, my ass just like, sticking out in the air and these three ladies like hot girls are just kind of looking at my balls and my taint and i'm just sitting there like well this is just awkward while she removes a mole on my ass yeah that's is great. that when you got a woody no i did get a woody during that situation but i was trying i really was trying <laughs> for the old indian woman i could see it happening i was flashing my brown clit anyway oh, um, no. <laughs> Thanks for the moral support there, Canadian Limey. Uh, people, you can call Sycamore Hotline, 323-522-4032, or just email us. Email us at mp3 at sycamorepodcastgmail.com. We did get an email, actually, an interesting one from this guy named Ben. Uh, he says, hey, Dee and Kate, I'm at work listening to a super old episode of Keith and the Girl. In parentheses, he says, don't judge me. I was about to make a comment on that, but I'm not going to. Did you ever listen to that podcast, Keith and the Girl? No, I've only heard it be talked about. Like, I, I have never listened to an episode. They've been around. Why um, would I want to listen to an, a podcast where it's got a male, <laughs> male host and a female host? And a female host. <laughs> it makes I, no sense. I can't even fathom why anyone would want to listen to that. Uh, but they've been around longer than <laughs> us. I think they started in 2005. They were like the original, like, I, I would say they're probably might be the first indie comedy podcast. I'm, and they're still around, Are they super I think. successful? Uh, they became, yeah, much more successful than us. I'm not quite sure now that everybody has a podcast how successful they still are. But uh, yeah. I do, I believe, 
that was their their full time job. I think. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Um, but he was saying that uh, this episode 214 of Keith and the Girl, it's way years ago, starts out with a voicemail from Martin from, from the Ville. He was oh talking about gosh. killing rats. He goes, just thought you might find it funny or interesting. If you want the episode, it's behind a paywall, but I can send it to you. Uh, don't worry about that. We'll take your word for it. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear what Martin's saying. He said he thought he had downloaded the wrong podcast when he heard Martin's voice. So I asked him, I was like, are they still going? Are they still around? He goes, yeah, they're still going. It got kind of boring when the pandemic hit because they had to stay home and they didn't have anything to talk about except movies. And it lost a bit of its original charm when Keith stopped drinking and getting mad about things. That's, that's what happens as you mature and become sober. But, well, wait, how old's Keith compared to me? I think Keith like is around age? my age, I think. Yeah. Well, guess what's not going to happen? I am not stopping drinking anytime soon, and I'm still going to get very mad when people mention Paul McCartney at me. I don't death. recall, like, during the pandemic, that we just talked about movies either. I think it was kind of the same same shows. What, you guys? Yeah, you when and, we were, when we were, no, when we were recording it. We were around mostly during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, but did Keith and the girl do, like have people on to talk about Hitler's balls or is it more like they just they just chat and it's just a chatty taffy episode I think they do have guests but you have to be on the east coast I, I believe I'm not sure now uh, actually I'm not quite sure but I remember when my book came out I contacted them and they're like oh are you local because you could totally come down to our studio but I was like now I'm in LA and they're like oh well if you're ever in New York let me they're cool about it though yeah yeah so and we're kind of um, like right. colleagues because we've been around you know, we started like shortly after they did. Oh, from um, the bill. Yeah, they started in 2005. Uh, ben said, I like to listen to some of these old, old shows and the, and the early Wackerly shows. It's funny to hear what life was like back then. Like a lot of MySpace talk, a lot of reality TV. Blackberries weren't even around yet. And G.W. Bush was still president. And Elliot Spritzer was banging call girls. I remember that. He said, uh, Keith and the Girl and Sick and Wrong were the first two podcasts I picked up. So it's kind of a weird, nostalgic thing for me. I can imagine. Oh, I mean, I if, don't think it's weird. Well, I can imagine if, uh, you know, you, you listen. These episodes were from like 2006, 2007. And we talk about a lot of current events and what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, it's a time warp. Yeah. That's why I like From the Ville, though. Because it's a total like little time warp trap. And they'll say things that you'd forgotten all about. Like Apple Teenies is my main one. When they mention getting drunk on apple teenies, I'm like, yes. I just remember that moment in time. But I'd forgotten all about an apple teeny. But well, I remember never, the of them. You've never listened to the Sick and Wrong archives. But uh, our old shows. I have not yet, but I will. <laughs> I will do. Maybe when they're uploaded to Apple, App, I'm, I will listen. I'm getting through that right now. It's a... It's it's an onerous process to fucking upload these shows one by one to Apple Podcasts because they don't allow batch uploads. So I'm getting through it. I'm actually on uh, year six, but I'm hoping to get that done in the next couple months. Oh, but, that's brilliant. But they're cool. It's funny because going through it, I'm like listening to some of these, and I'm like, God, I remember that. We like we're sitting here talking about our MySpace page, and and Wackerly will talk about like you know something and then it's something that pissed him off in the news or or a movie or something. You're like, God, this is so old. It's like tw almost twenty years ago, but it is kind of a it is it a is. time warp. Anyway, Ben, thanks for uh, thanks for emailing us. 
And a big up to all the listeners who support us on Patreon. We do, we do appreciate you helping us uh, keep it sick and wrong every week. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Or just subscribe via the Apple Podcast app. Also, I uh, was inspired recently, so I'm working on a couple new designs uh, for the for the T Public store. One's going to be very satanic. So nice. uh, coming soon, when I get a little more time. Stick around, podcast.com slash shop. Click on the picture of the Pope. Buy yourself some merch. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. It's the only song that I feel is truly appropriate to end the show with. Hitler has only got one ball. Um, it's a famous, it's a famous song uh, yeah. that originated in, uh, in Limey Land. Uh, it's also known as the River Kwai March, but it's a World War II British song. Um, and no one knows the author, but the lyrics are sung to the 